0: play once for all times sake i don't know what you mean miss elsa play time i am skipping work today to record this podcast so you better enjoy it buddy my inability to pay my rent will not go in vain which reminds me my rent is due in 3 days so uh actually i'm going to go do some deliveries and i'll be right I'll be right back to record the rest of this podcast. I want to go make some money so I can pay my rent. Thank you. All right, uh, enjoy. Bye. I'm back a richer man today, guy. And I am still here to entertain all five of my devoted audience. But I appreciate all of you. Some more than others, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Quick announcement. Uh... We are on Spotify now, which I think that crosses off all of the major streaming platforms. What is that? iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, I think that's it, <laughs> honestly. Um, are there any others? iTunes, Spotify, I could probably upload to YouTube. Oh, oh, yeah. We have a special guest co-host for a next episode. Drum roll, please. Yes, that's right, ladies. Ladies and ladies, uh, C. B. Milkins. His na- well, I mean, his name is actually C. B. Wilkins, but what the fuck is a Wilk? Anyways, he's a uh, he's a local superhero, local comic, ODU baseball enthusiast, and photographer. And most importantly, he's a member of a local comedy group known as Oso Rojo. Oso Rojo is the uh, they're like a they're like the newest sketch comedy group here in uh, Virginia Beach in Norfolk, and they make uh, genuinely hilarious videos. The last one was about a Trump supporter with a cancer-stricken wife who had just won the lottery, but instead of putting the money toward his wife... Actually, I'm, I'll just let you go watch the video. It's on YouTube. So look up uh O-S-O, Rojo, O-S-O space, obviously, R-O-J-O, and then the winner, T-H-E, space, W-I-I, W-I-N-N-E-R. Uh, and you'll find it immediately. It's great. Uh, I'll also provide links on my uh, my Twitter pages, my social media pages, Twitter, Instagram. If you don't follow me on any of those, it's uh, Herman's Grave, at Herman's Grave, both Instagram and, and Twitter. So fo- follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Herman's Grave. Uh, so I'll, I'll provide links to their, um, their Scotch comedy on there if you want to watch it. Uh, they will also be pre- uh, performing at Tidewater Comic-Con in May. So big stuff. They're really, they're moving up. Also, Rojo is made up of veteran comedy players like C.B. Wilkins, obviously, uh, Ed Phillips, Dustin Nowak, and Mike Ismail. Okay, so now that we got all that out of the way, um, definitely come watch the, or watch, come listen to the next episode. If there's any episode that you listen to, it's Next episode because I have a really great guest so all right um so that's about all the announcements for today uh I think if I don't if I remember later I'll just put it at the end of the podcast but so um first thing I want to talk about a little video game news uh, I'm sure most of you don't care, but I'm gonna put this in here borderlands what is what is it borderlands 4 uh, I'm just kidding. It's Border, it's um it's a new game called Mask of Mayhem. Or they released really st- a uh, like a teaser trailer which apparently had a lot of easter eggs in it, but uh yeah, it's called Mask of Mayhem. I don't really care as much about Borderlands anymore. Uh if you don't know the scandal that happened um in January, there's this uh <laughs> there's this really Wild thing. <clears throat> I'll play a bit of the interview um, in a second, but essentially what happened is the, the uh, Gearbox is the video game development company that owns Borderlands, and has developed Borderlands, the series, and the CEO, he was involved in something a little, a little dicey. Um, his name is Randy Pitchford. Essentially what happened is uh, I'm going to play the clip in a second. What happened is uh essentially he was accused not only of stealing 12 million dollars from his employees, um, but also he had like parties which supposedly involved minors and he had um, he apparently had child pornography. So <laughs> So yeah, my my view on new games that come out of gearbox is a little, Uh, Maybe I don't want to buy that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So uh, basically what he's saying, um, the accusation that that came up is that somebody found a USB stick and they went through it and found the child pornography. Uh, They actually found it at a Medieval Times, which I think is pretty funny. No particular reason why. Just Medieval Times is stupid. They don't give you forks. Anyways, um, so somebody found the USB stick. They went through it found underage pornography and his argument was this this is not a sex worker this is a fucking magician and so apparently what you can do is they make videos and they sell them and so i i I purchased one of her videos i wanted to watch this i wanted to work out the method and i and i and but it was late so i copied over this memory stick and i and i and i I go on my way it it turns out it, it was a magic trick like she's like the, it's a combination of camera work and sleight of hand, and I never saw like a turkey baster or whatever it was that she was using to deliver right, the fluid. The goods, yeah. But there was there was some method here that was like, oh my god, this is genius. It was super clever. But that that's not the point. the um the the point was that I had this on the memory stick, and this was before I had uh, learned that I should probably have password protected memory sticks. So he was claiming. Just to summarize or, you know, just to make note, just put a pin in this. He said that the porn was a magic trick because apparently he's never seen a woman. Uh, well, you know, orgasm before. So he thought that this woman was performing a magic trick because he was unaware that it's entirely possible for a woman to do the thing. So so not only is he acting like he had the pornography on his phone but but he said he he claims that it's not underage um still up for question and he is arguing that he had it on his USB drive cuz he was trying to figure it out he was trying to figure out if it was a magic trick or not so take from that what you will. I'm not particularly excited for the next Borderlands games um, but yeah so I have personal experience very personal experience about the kind of bullshit that these that these kind of men do to try to get out to, to bullshit their way out of the situation. It's bullshit it's all just dumb you know it's so it's so easy like it's just I'd rather you just admit to it. If you just admit to it, admit your fault, uh, it'd be. this would probably be a lot easier. This would go away a lot faster. But instead, you have to make a big show out of it and claim that you were, you were researching it because you wanted to figure out it was a magic trick. Just, I don't know. It's just silly. It's just silly. It just makes you look dumb, you know? If I had done something like this, which I'm, I would never do something like this, but if I, were, if I were ever to do something like this, I would just kill myself right there on the spot. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you fuck up that bad, it's over for you, buddy. You're not going to get any more jobs, job offers. Your wife is going to hate you or leave you. Um, and you know how fucking alimony works. No siree. You're over. So yeah, not too excited about the new Borderlands game, but yeah, I just thought I would bring up the gearbox thing. Just not only is it really funny just to remind you of what what happened not too long ago and why you probably shouldn't support this garbage company with this garbage CEO. So, I don't know. Just, uh, just a little thing to, to give you. Uh, so, if you listen to the intro, you know that I just went out for some deliveries. Um, I just want to talk about something real quick. I'm a little confused. So, I work for Grubhub. When people use it to order Hooters, I feel like you're robbing yourself of the very specific reason why anyone eats at Hooters. I don't, I've never, I think I've eaten at Hooters once in my life when I was younger and I didn't have a choice. It's kind of like going to Home Depot and eating at that, like that little hot dog stand in in front. You know what I mean? You're going there for wood, but you want to stop for a bite while you're at it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like this should bar sex offenders from going to Hooters. I don't know. Is there, Like, there's a reason why people go to Hooters, and it's not for the wings, buddy. Ow! Ow! Damn. I just got a paper cut. I wasn't even touching paper. My hand was... Just, oh, fuck, it's bleeding. Ow! One of my least favorite things about working delivery jobs happens to be people with babies or people with dogs. They're kind of one and the same, really. Um, so, the reason why I hate people delivering for people who have dogs is I don't know what's wrong with these human beings who own pets, but they expect them to respond to like, even it like I'm, I under, I would understand if they're, you're giving them a command that you've taught them like, Hey, Max, come uh, sit, you know, whatever, but they don't, they give them full English phrases. Like, um, so what usually happens is, is I'll go up I'll ring the doorbell Or knock Whatever it says um, And they'll open it And instead of a human I'm greeted to a fucking A rat, right? So it'll, it'll run out And it'll fucking Bite at my feet Bite at my legs Jump on me And they'll say God damn it, John Whose <laughs> dog's name is John <laughs> Come here, John Come here, John John, sit no, I'm, I'm going to end that bit now uh so whatever you get the point so the dog the dog will come out and it'll be named whatever and they'll say its name and they'll be like hey max max you're you got to leave the delivery driver alone leave him alone get back in the house they like like they don't even say the typical come boy come on come on they'll be like get back in the goddamn house stupid dog hey what are you doing running away you're gonna get hit by a car you idiot like just it's like it grab the dog you know grab it by its collar and just lead it back into the house and but they're so worried about the food that they don't they don't even bother to grab the dog they just expect it to come back in and it never does every time so i'll have to and they'll tell me like oh you can you can go ahead and go uh he'll come back and i'm like what i'm going to the elevator and he'll get in the elevator with me the, the fucking dog because they don't get him it's so annoying because uh, I, f- I feel like I, at some point I become responsible. You know, after five feet of walking away and the dog's still following me, I, f- I feel responsible for this dog now when I'm just trying to work. It's like, just grab the dog, man. And what happens with babies is a lot weirder. I'll go up to the door. I'll ring the doorbell or I'll knock, whatever it says. And instead of gre- being greeted to a, an adult, I'll be greeted by a baby. And he goes, oh, uh, Hello. My name's John, ready for my Grubhub delivery. Oh, yes, here's your tip. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What actually... (laughs) I feel like I don't need to say I'm kidding. But what actually happens is... um, This actually only happened one time, but it was wild enough to spook me forever. A lady put a... She put a post-it note on the door. And it says, Feeding baby, please come in and leave on kitchen counter. Now, I feel like I shouldn't have to elaborate why that's weird and scary, but I'm gonna. Because first off, how easy has your life been to allow random strangers to come into your house, uh, do what you, and expect them not to steal something? You know what I mean? How, How easy have you had it this whole time that you've never, I don't know, that you have that much trust in a stranger? It's just weird. It doesn't make sense to me stresses me out. So I got to the door. I obviously, I did not go in. I waited for maybe one minute and she, and then she finally, I was looking at my phone. I was just check. I was pretending to check it and pretending to figure out what to do. Uh, you know, in case she looked through the window and saw that I was still there or that I was there. And, um, What I did was I just stood there and did that, uh, at some point she did show up at the door and she did this like the the cattiest, the most shittiest look. She looked at me, right, directly in the eyes, and then she turned and looked at the post-it note on the door, and then she looked back at me as if what she's asking me is not wild or weird to do. And I was sitting there like, okay, uh, here's your food, ma'am. Um, good. Have a good night. See you later. It's like, what do you, you really expect me to do that to walk into? And it's not even like, it's uh, scary for me, too, you know? Like, I, I don't want to go into a stranger's house. What if, what, if, what if it's not, what if it's the wrong house? <laughs> you know what I mean? What if I walked in on somebody who wasn't my delivery and they weren't expecting delivery, but they were like, they left it there maybe for like a friend? And I arrived at the wrong address. Like, why would you trust people that much? It's just so weird. Or what if they put that post-it there and they were going to kill me? You know? I don't know. That's just... It only happened once. But I just think it's... I think it's fucking crazy. If you're somebody who does that, please, God, don't do that. It makes everyone uncomfortable. Because I'm not going to go in your house. So... You're also just not gonna get your food. And if that's how you really if you're depending on that form of delivery, you're not gonna get your fucking food. I'm not going in your house. Oh, another it did happen another time actually. This time it made a lot more sense. It was a oh, jeez, I gotta stop fucking up the audio. But um it happened it happened one other time with this uh this old man. I think the person who ordered the delivery was maybe his daughter or his caretaker or something. Because in the note it said, um, he cannot hear you when you knock on the door. So please just go in. Or I think it said, um, he's going to call out to you when he calls out to you, just go in, which like, that makes more sense. Cause then I know there's somebody in there, but still it could be anyone. Delivery jobs are scary, especially, um, like the ride share it's, uh, it's creepy stuff. People die all the time from it. But anyways, this made more sense because he couldn't come to the door. Like physically, he was old Uh, decrepit, five minutes from his grave kind of thing. But with this situation was uh, awful because there's somebody outside mowing the lawn. So I couldn't hear him calling out to me. So I would knock and I would sit there and I'd try to listen, but there's somebody weed whacking or mowing the lawn. So I was like, okay, well, I can't hear over this. And I don't, I also don't want to go in, you know? So eventually he did come to the door um, I felt pretty bad. He was struggling. Poor, poor fella. Um, but I don't know what, the, I don't know what the alter- alternative would have been. I mean, I guess I could have gone in. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. People to put way too much, in sh- too much, uh, trust in strangers. It's a problem. So we got some good news, boys. Um, so, um, so I don't know if you guys remember that, that, um, that, that car, that guy who drove his car through the, uh, pedestrians at the, the counter protesters in Charlottesville. Um, the guy who killed, um, what's her name? Okay. So he, it injured, let me fix this. It injured 30 people and killed a anti-racism activist, Heather Heyer, who was 32. So obviously that's not good. That's not the good news, but the good news is, so he was, uh, he was finally convicted of murder and he pleaded guilty to federal hate crime charges. Uh, but he did that to dodge the, possible, the possibility of a death penalty. So although we probably would have preferred him to die, to get out of this world, so we can forget about the, the piece of shit, they haven't announced uh, his... So he, he was found guilty of murder, and he's being recommended to be sentenced to life in prison plus 419 years. So there is no way he's getting out of there, but so far, uh, the punishment hasn't been set. So he's just kind of waiting and so are we, but the good news is he's finally pleading guilty. He didn't plead guilty originally because I think the 30th charge would have been, um, it would have, uh, made him go to go to the, uh, the death penalty. He would have gotten the death penalty for that 30th charge. But uh, because he's pleading guilty, they dropped that. And so now he's just going to be in jail forever. So, you know, more more of our tax dollars. You know what I mean? But on the bright side, he we don't have to deal with him being around. Shoot, I just dropped my pen. <laughs> but he, uh, thankfully, he's not going to be around anymore. So, I can't imagine uh, the kind of person you got to be to kill a uh, anti-racism activist. Jesus Christ. I don't know what, I don't know how far gone you have to be to to think in your head, like, so to be on the wrong side, to be, um, against an anti-racism activist, that's, I don't know, that's just wild. I can't believe there are people like that who don't know (laughs) that racism is bad. I feel like, um, I feel like I should talk about this really fast. Jesse Smollett. Uh, It's not old news, but it's not particularly new either. Maybe it's been a couple days. So his charges were dropped. Interesting enough. We were all convinced that he, you know, staged that whole thing. But Chicago Police has dropped it. Which brings up a couple questions. First off, why? Uh, Secondly, does that is that we, we're we still, it's kind of still up for question whether or not he actually did stage it. Because here's the interesting things. Um, it's been reported on a lot over the past, you know, the past week. So I'm just going to try to summarize it. Essentially what the problem is, is, um, so the, in this official statement from the Chicago police, they said that they took into account his volunteer work and his, like, uh, I think his, like, position and they took into account the fact that he paid his $10,000 bail. So he paid them. And that's weird. <laughs> Especially if he wasn't, you know, if they're saying that he is innocent, which he's maintaining that he is, uh, it's weird that they would take those things into account if he was actually innocent. Do you see what I'm saying? It, the fact that he paid, too, is really weird. So I don't know I just thought I would summarize what's going on with that. There's still a, a weird little twist. It's just weird. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. It's I don't know. It's just weird. I don't really know where to go from there, you know. It's uh, people are saying, what I think is weirder, is how convinced people are that he did actually stage it and that it actually wasn't like an actual hate crime or you know attack. Um, It's just it's like uh, when it came out that the charge were dropped, there were people that were just so up in arms, like, oh, he's lying he bribed them or whatever and it, it I don't know, it's just weird you know you weren't there you don't know and i get the suspicion but i think that's all it should be is suspicion it shouldn't be like i i know for a fact god damn it that he is a liar it's just weird i don't know i don't get i don't get people who are so uh, utterly convinced and uh what's the term so they have like such strong convictions i don't get strong convictions um, I think everything should be up for question, everything that exists, at least, like, theologically. Everything should be up for question. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, uh, even religion. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not particularly atheist. Um, you might consider me agnostic. I don't know. Uh, labels are weird. But I think everything's still, like I said, up for question. Everything's still a theory at least, so there's nothing that's really set in stone, especially in um, pop, like, um, like, pop culture and whatnot, you know, it's, he said, he said, she said kind of stuff. I don't know, I just think people should probably take, like, you know, even climate change. Like, majority of scientists say climate change is real. And I'm, I'm, what I'm willing to say on that subject is I am more likely to believe that climate change is a real issue, you know, but I'm not going to discredit somebody who, you know, argues that because I'm not a scientist, obviously. I'm sitting here recording a podcast. I'd, If I was a scientist, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I'd be doing science and I'm not that. So I don't, I, can, I can't sit here and firmly say that climate change is real, but I, I will say that I'm more likely to believe it. You know what I mean? Um, I think you, I think you should maybe, I don't see, I, the thing is, I don't see the problem with taking action to fight climate change, even if it wasn't real. Do you, do you know what I mean? I don't know what, what are they fighting for exactly? Tax dollars? <laughs> that stuff comes, comes and goes, you know? Uh, I don't think, any, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking care of the environment. Um, you know, changing the ways we get energy. I I just don't understand why people fight against climate change so strongly. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with fixing the way that we will live, live our lives, especially if there's you know not much of a downfall. I don't know. I guess I haven't looked into it enough to really say you know why we shouldn't. But I just I just don't see it. From what I've seen so far, it's mostly just um. People who are against climate change are mostly just uh, conservative. Uh, it tends to be people who are more conservative um, and have their people who are conservative are very, very convicted people. <laughs> like I, I can't have a conversation with them without somebody getting emotional. I remember, I was talking about gun control with my sister and my mom, and she was just, she got so offended. Like I I don't I don't understand even my sister who's pretty liberal she started crying I, just, I i don't know i guess it's i guess both sides are pretty sensitive when it comes to that stuff um, but from what i've seen it's mostly conservatives i got into a really long drawn out argument um with some of my southern family <laughs> about the um the shooting down in florida some time ago and they they were so um I wish I had the transcripts really really wish I had that and I'm not saying that every southerner or every everyone who's like you know who could be considered a country person is dumb I'm not saying that um but I will say they're a little old school and old school values tend to be more conservative and I'm not saying that that makes you dumb, but I'm saying uh, <laughs> I'm going to move on from this topic. Actually, I'm going on. Ooh, I'm going on a tangent here. We're not going to talk about that at all anymore. I think you. I think you get what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <well laughs> I don't want to go on. I don't want to move on forward <laughs> with this. This stream of consciousness. But I, I will say one last thing on it. Um, if you're super convicted in your beliefs, maybe eased up a little bit. Uh, I feel like having an open mind is what really makes humans special. The fact that we have the the option to change the way we think and believe certain things, the way we perceive certain things. I think that's what really makes humans so important. In our role uh, as uh, leaders of the food chain, um, I think uh, I think the ability to uh, to think and understand other people is what makes it. It gives us the opportunity to be good. You know, you know what I mean. Goodness has never happened to any other species that I know of. I guess um, other than humans. You know what I mean. Morality is very important. I think. And I I firmly believe that the that if we were to if we were to put up greater importance on having an open mind, and you know accepting each other as who they are, but regardless of beliefs and whatever, um, I think things would be a lot easier. Politics would be things would be more civil. You know, I, I don't know. That's just my belief. Maybe open your mind up a little bit, buddy. That but I don't know. I don't know. That's just my belief, so sorry, I had to fix the mic a little bit. It was a little a little off there. Damn that pepper cut really got me jeepers my my girlfriend was making some turkey burgers for me and um c b wilkins actually the the upcoming guest on the podcast uh she was making some turkey burgers. We were all hanging out at the apartment and uh she doesn't cook often uh, but she got some avocados you know for some for a nice little spread you know, some, some little, um, you know, cause she's like a little health nut a little bit. Uh, but we also got new knives along with those avocados. So she goes to cut the avocado and the first thing she does is slice the shit out of her hand. <laughs> so, um, pretty, it was a pretty, pretty spooky experience because, uh, CBA, we didn't have any band-aids. So she was just, you know, bleeding out in the sink she got the, she got the fuck out of it. She has a scar now. Uh, but i don't know i got a paper cut uh, i feel like we're even now uh <laughs> also um i feel like i should mention this real fast this came out today did it march 27th so seth rogan is uh launching his own cannabis company called houseplant which is a very cute name <laughs> i really like that name for a cannabis company but let's let's see what we got here. Um this article is from High Times. High Times. Yeah, so this article is from High Times. So it's a Canadian company and they're partnering with um Canopy Growth, which is a global cannabis firm. And so they're partnering with them. <clears throat> And th- they said they're going to bring their advanced production infrastructure and research capabilities um, to support the creativity and vision of Houseplant, which is pretty cool. That's very cute. You know, I like, uh, I like um, a team better than I like competition. You know, shit can get ugly real fast. And they, uh, they plan to release three cannabis strains. Uh, And I quote, designed to satisfy both expert and new users. That's me. (laughs) Uh, They're planning to release it in Canada in the upcoming months, hoping to uh, ensure an intuitive shopping and consuming experience for customers. That's cute. Um, The first house plant, Sativa, will be available beginning next month through provincially regulated retailers and online in British Columbia. It'll be followed by houseplant hybrid and houseplant indica. Uh, with each strain having its own easily identifiable design. That's fun. Oh, they're they're also gonna offer dried cannabis flower, soft gel capsules, and pre-rolled joints nationwide. And they'll be operated in Toronto. So if you ever go to Toronto, you know where you're, you know where where your boys stopping first. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm not a drug boy. I don't know anything about. The 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 weed. Um, they're dedicated to oops. They're dedicated to quality education guidance and elevation of cannabis to enhance the lives of Canadians. Enhance. I, thought, I wish they said heightened. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I thought just thought I should mention that real fast. Um. Baby boy Seth is gonna be doing some uh. Some weed stuff. Oh whoa whoa whoa! Last minute update. Um. So this is an hour ago, Jesse Smollett case. This is the Jesse Smollett case. Apparently, the Chicago police have provided a 6-night hotel stay with separate rooms and 24-hour security to the two brothers who said they were paid by Jesse Smollett to stage a racist anti-gay attack on him. And according to um this is according to investigative reports that were released on Wednesday. The hotel rooms were part of an effort to avoid the media last month as detectives investigated Smollett's report that he was assaulted in January by a pair of men in downtown Chicago. This is getting fishier and fishier and fishier, boys. The heavily redacted reports blacked out the names of... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce those. But the context makes it clear that the brothers were put up from February 15th. This is 13 news by the way. So this is local local news. I don't know if you want to take that, you know, with a grain of salt or whatever, but um that's interesting. Holy shit. Police met with the men at the hotel, stopped at restaurants to get meals for them, and drove the pair and their attorney to court, taking them into the courthouse through a back entrance to avoid the media. <clears throat> that's interesting. Wow, that's a lot. Um So the men were arrested February thirteenth at O'Hari or O'Hare, I don't have to say that, airport, but within two days were released without charges after detailing the alleged plot orchestrated by Jesse Smollett. The deal included a three thousand five hundred dollar payment to help stage the attack, which Smollett hoped would help promote his career, police said. So Jesse said Jesse Smollett said that three thousand that three thousand five hundred dollars paid to the brothers was paid paid to the brothers was for fitness training what who pays $3,500 for fitness training i understand if maybe maybe if they were moving and moving in a new uh fucking what are they called whoa 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 i'm losing my mind here for a second what are that what is that thing called i want to call it an escalator but that's not what it is at all what is it called it starts with a T. It starts with a T. I'm gonna get it. Uh, fuck. Tra- trap. Trampoline? Chuh. Damn it! What is it called? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, tight, tight rope? Oh, I'm gonna lose my mind over this. I'll be right back. I gotta figure this out. Okay, I got it. So I, I Googled. Uh, workout runner machine And I got treadmill It's treadmill that I was thinking of It would make more sense if he paid them $3,500 For the treadmill And to have them ship it to his house And bring it in That That's what I can see that $3,500 going to Which is still kind of a lot of money <laughs> For the service um, But I guess it was a nice treadmill That's not I'm not saying that's actually what happened That's what I'm saying would make sense uh, for the $3,500 to go to But whatever We'll drop it uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast with one more story So So I was um, <laughs> I read another article about An escalator you know, Since I was talking about how I thought it was an escalator before It got me It reminded me of this story Which is fucking hilarious So a malfunctioning escalator Caused a brief panic At Disneyland Paris, uh, not for the reasons you would think. You would think it was because, um, you would think it was because somebody hit like the reverse or something. You know, uh, I know one time I think in like Russia or something. There's a video of some of the of an escalator going like super fast all of a sudden and pushing like a bunch of people up all at once. It was really scary. But no, uh, but in reality. It pulled out a piece and started gunning down everyone in sight. Thankfully, it was a pretty bad shot. So all of the injuries came from the fat people who were trampling all of the little people, uh, which happened to be everyone on the escalator. So I'm just kidding. Well, partly. (laughs) The escalator actually just started making gunshot noises. So so people started to freak out and run away, and all the injuries did end up coming from people running over people and I'm not I'm not blaming fat people here It was just a stupid joke <laughs> anyways um yeah I just thought that was a really funny thing I should mention this I don't know when this happened it doesn't matter anyways p- <laughs> okay and that about does it for episode eight uh please check back next Thursday for a special uh special appearance with uh CB Wilkins and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at her man's grave h-e-r-m-a-n-s g-r-a-v-e be sure to follow me on those so that you can catch the i'm going to post the osarojo uh comedy videos so be sure to check those out um and yeah that about does it enjoy your day and thanks for listening bye